Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Florida's capital city. This is the Jeff Cameron Show, brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness on Real Talk 93.3. Now, stop what you're doing and listen closely. It's time for the Jeff Cameron Show in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Orchard TV. Good to be with you. Thanks for being with us. Uh, James B., they'll be switching back. Uh, practice, that is, will be in the mornings next week. This week, it's in the afternoon from like 4 to 6. Yeah, that's today, tomorrow, and Saturday. They break Sunday and switch to mornings next week. You know, interestingly enough, uh, as excited as we might be about the return of practice, and we are, um, I would say that today is a useless kind of day for practice. They don't do a damn thing. Nothing's going to happen. Nothing of any interest. Well, it's first impression day. This yeah. is new freshmen. It's about how they look body-wise. Right, yeah. That's really what today is. Who's in a, you know, who can't participate that we can't talk about? <laughs> That's. I mean, honestly... Well, yeah, it depends, right? If it's uh, if it's an injury situation, obviously you got to be careful. Uh, if somebody who's on the bike, oh no, you know it's, it's that Moses kind of McRae somewhere That's right now. Right. He's listening. Go tell it to Moses McRae. I had a good conversation with EJ Manuel today. Yes, you did, and I was wondering if that was was Horowitz the host. Yeah. Was he uh, contentious at all about Florida State? He wasn't. Oh, that's funny because driving into the office, he very much was. Mm. So. Mm. How about that? They were still talking about it? Yeah. Well, they've been talking about the same thing everybody's talking about, which is conference realignment. Uh, their point is somewhat uh, all of our points. It's, um, hey, man, this is not ideal. All of this moving around and the, uh, you know, the, the dissolving of a conference. and all, That's not ideal. It's not what anybody would want. It's just our reality, and you can't ignore that. You can't stick your head in the sand. You have to continue to cover it and 
kind of try to find out what you can about the whys and hows and how it's going to end. I mean, this is what you have to do, but you don't have to like it. And I don't think many college football fans like it at all. I think I would say overwhelmingly so people are not happy with what's happened to college football. This is a little bit like um, the, the beginning stages. Like I think about when your friend's parents went out of town and trusted them to hold it down. So at first it's awesome. You know, it's like, oh, mom and dad are gone. We're having a big party. People are coming over. This is going to kick ass. Nobody to say no. We can do whatever we want. But if mom and dad don't come back on Monday when they're supposed to, you want people to get the hell out of your house, and I want some order restored. This is ridiculous. There are people I don't even know sleeping on the couch. And if they're not back by Friday, they may be dead. Everybody's running around panicked. Boy, you did grow up pre-cell phones, didn't you? There was no chance. You didn't know where anybody was. This isn't good, man. I liked it the first 48 hours. Mom and dad in this scenario are the NCAA. They haven't mattered in the last two to three years. And the kids have gone crazy. They're burning down the house. And nobody's telling them to stop. The NCAA, or in this case, mom and dad need to get home. They got to boot Bobby the hell out of here. This is pissing me off. He's a terrible kid. I didn't realize it till he was left to his own devices for weeks on end. This is where we're at. And it, it's, it's all been burned to the ground because there's been no leadership. There is no czar. There is nobody to say, whoa, 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 whoa. This is not good. This is not a good idea for college football, everybody. The very thing that made us unique is what we're getting rid of. This isn't cool. We're no longer collegial. This is professional football. And you know who does professional football well? Professional football, the NFL, which already exists, does it better than we can do it. But it also doesn't do you any good to pretend it didn't happen. So you have got to get with the getting. And with the getting is getting out of here. You got to leave, and we know it. And we're screaming it from the mountaintops. We hate it here. I don't like this neighborhood. I would like to leave. And the other people in the neighborhood are like, well, fine. You should just leave. We never liked you anyhow. This is our beautiful neighborhood. Your neighborhood sucks and we want out. Good luck. Have fun living in this dump of a town. We're out of here. South Bend. And they don't like it. They don't like it. They don't want to be told their neighborhood sucks. They don't want to be told that we don't like it here. You may love it here, Duke. We do not. This is a wonderful neighborhood for you, Boston College. Boston College, you're on an hourly wage, sweeping floors. Your wife's a secretary. This is the best you're going to do. I get it. It's wonderful for you to be here. But not us. I'm a doctor. I can't be here. I want to live somewhere else. Suck it. This is the whole, it's a problem, and it's ugly, and it's back and forth. So, the only thing you guys have done around here is attach a 7,600-page HOA agreement. (laughs) And Mary comes over here checking the the length of my grass every day. I'm going to kick her in the face the next time she does it. I'm tired of this. This is what, you know, what are we going to do? Poor Mary. She's following orders. I hate Mary. 
and I'm going to leave where there are no Marys. We are going to get somewhere else, and they're not checking my grass or my mailbox or my fence or my hedges. None of it. If I want to grow them from here to down the street, I'm going to. We'll see. Uh, It is funny to watch, though. It's the, the, the pushback, the anger, the frustration, uh, the feelings that are hurt by all this is interesting. I don't, you know, I, I again, a lot of the uh, anger, most anger seems is oftentimes uh, born out of fear. I think there's a real fear that those schools, in much of the triangle certainly, and those schools uh, within the ACC, those other schools that have really had some ugly things to say, they they fear that another chair is going to be occupied. There's only so many chairs, and we're about to take one, and people don't like it. Well, and the reason, I mean, it's it's tough because you put on the alumni hat, you put on the college football fan hat from your childhood, and then you put on, what would you say, a sports business hat? If you look at what college football is as a product, if there is no czar to be a barrier between the sport and the television networks, this is too valuable a property to the television networks. Nobody watches live television if it's not sports. Nobody. Nobody's tuning in to American Idol for the fun. You know, American Idol used to be the biggest thing when I was in middle school and I high school. I never understood that either, but okay, yes. Agreed. Yeah. Survivor. Yeah. All those things. Uh, who wants to be a millionaire? Generation of dolts. Right. Yeah. And you would set your watch. You, you know, TiVo wasn't a thing. Then TiVo happened, then DVRing, then streaming services, and now I can watch that show whenever I want to watch it. The only thing we're, we feel we're missing out on is sports. We can't. If people decide that they can tape games and watch them later, then the networks might as well just fold. There's no point. There's nothing valuable anymore. But college football is the second most valuable product to the NFL. So the networks are going to do what they're going to do because they've got to continue to survive. There's a desperation from them, and there is no czar or commissioner of college football to protect the sport. That's how it's getting there. It's the product is too good. It's too much in demand. I uh, I don't let it affect me personally. Uh, other people, I think you see, they, they are affected personally. Uh, it, it's fascinating to watch that. Like, they're very personally aggrieved. They're, they're mad. <laughs> they're mad. And I want to say to them, what is wrong with you? Ordinarily, you're completely rational. There have been some guys that are on this beat that cover the ACC whom are knowledgeable and interesting and good guys and Family guys and, you know, just fun to talk to when we go up to Charlotte and interesting. And they've said crazy stuff this week. And I want to say, how are you in your feelings about a team wanting to leave? What do you care? Why? Why? Well, there's obvious reasons to care. Well. If you're on an ACC beat and the conference isn't going to exist anymore, then sure. Yeah, but you're also on a team beat, so you're going to cover that team regardless. Yeah. Now, it may not be as lucrative as you'd like it to be. The circulation going to go down a little bit. You for might end up, you know, having to talk about the big matchup with uh, Old Dominion. But Here come the Ohio Bobcats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I Gainesville, no, I know it affects their future. I, I get that part of it. They, But when they lash out at FSU and don't look at it as anything more than a business decision being made, and instead take it personally as if they're being rejected. Like like FSU is a person who's telling them, I think you're ugly. What do you think of that? What do you think about that? I think you're ugly. 
And I don't like your personality. Yep, I said it. There you go. What you get, you, get you some of that. Yeah. And tomorrow I'm going to come here and tell you again that I think you're ugly. If you don't like it, stop showing up. I'm going to tell you every day because I hate you. That's the way they take it. No disrespect, of course. <laughs> None taken. <laughs> uh, but it's not that. It's a program. It's a program saying we want to compete for national titles, and we can't. Unfortunately, college football is changing. Maybe not for the better, but it is changing, and we seek to compete at the highest level. So if we want to do that, we can't remain here. Now, if the ACC had figured this out years ago and gotten out in front of it, instead of having Swafford celebrate all things about middling basketball, then, you know, maybe we would be in a different position. If the mandate had gone out earlier that, hey, guys, in the future, football's driving this bus, baby. It's not basketball. The tournament's nice. We all love the tournament. But football's driving the bus. So get with it. Rip up that stupid track around your football field and let's go. Build a real stadium. Celebrate all things football. Cheat a little bit. Do something to get your programs where they can compete at the highest levels because we've got to get good at football. And it can't just be Florida State and Clemson. We need everybody to be committed dollar-wise. I'm not saying Florida State's been great every year they've been in the ACC, but they've done their share. They've done their part. I'm frozen with an angry look on my face. <laughs> you are. It's, uh, at least the sound's coming through okay. Though. Yeah. Well, we'll take a quick break. I can't have that look of consternation on my face. It's the pondering of Mary looking at the grass. <laughs> I think you're choosing between, on a Sunday morning, do I read the sports section or the college football section? <laughs> What's it going to be? Uh, those bums in the triangle are pissed. Freeze them. We got him. Freeze him with that look of frustration on his face. This one's for Swaffy. <laughs> uh, I'll go get a cup of coffee because I drink too much coffee, and I'm going to do it right now. Jeff Cameron Show 93.3. It does not, Ian. It does not look like Mitch McConnell. That's funny. You're relating to the frozenness, which made me laugh, too, because he's an awful man. Our pal yeah. Bill says this should be your, uh, your credential photo now. <laughs> I sent in, hey, really quickly, while you watch the Frozen Me, I sent in a credential years ago where they wanted pictures to use for their credential. Here, hey, guys, there you go. There I am. It was a picture of me smoking a cigar with a beer in my hand just to see what they would do. I wanted, on my media placard, I wanted me smoking a cigar with an IPA in my hand because it's a good representation. And uh, they wrote back, we can't use this. And I was like, oh, sorry. They wrote you back? Yeah, they were like, we can't use this. I was like, oh, it's a great picture. You know what you can always use? You know. Zaxby's. That's right. Big ass sandwiches. Tasty as all get out. The pickles, the split top bun. 46 Zaxby's in Tallahassee. <laughs> oh, this is fun. We're having, uh, this, is a, this is a great day. So here you Hey, everybody. It's not good for our radio audience who don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. This is a fun camera angle. Here you go, everybody. Hey, take a look around the room. You want me to stand up? 
It's Jeff Cameron Show 93.3. Real Talk Radio War Chant TV. Go get you some Zaxby's. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply welcome back to the jeff cameron show sponsored by legendary home loans a mortgage experience designed around speed simplicity and customer service before you buy your next home, contact our friend Shannon Young with Legendary Home Loans. Visit FSUHomeLoans.com. FSUHomeLoans.com. get a uh, kick out of is the idea of the very few people who do know what's going to happen. Yeah, the very few people who have the power to make these decisions and maybe have already made these decisions, sitting back and watching this play out. What a fun time it is for them. You know, we've been in these, I, I remember and this is a weird thing, but it, it, it's, it's kind of hard to, to do. But I remember when the Jameis Winston saga was, was playing out nationally. And, Tom, you can back me up on this. I had the answers to the quiz. I knew that the state attorney's office was not going to charge Jameis Winston with a crime. For weeks. It was a nightmare to know that. What I mean by that is I had the information from somebody in the state attorney's office. And I was asked not to share that. And the reason for it, this wasn't a conspiracy. The, the, the evidence pointed in that direction, and that's the way they were going to go. But the, the, they had to finish up doing some things, and I don't want to relitigate this. I'm just saying when you're armed with that information and you're doing a daily talk show, it's tough. Correct. You brought me in the inner circle on that one, I'd say, with two and a half weeks' notice. And it was trending that way, and I think with about 10 days' notice, it was definite that that's where it was going to be. It was one of those things where I wanted, because people were asking a lot of questions and people had theories and people were debating, getting into serious arguments about a lot of things and I would listen to it, and I'd be like, no, that didn't happen. You're wrong, and here's why. But I can't. I can't do it, right? And so finally, the day came, and we were on the courthouse steps, and I broke it on ESPN Sports Center, and there it was, right? That was We finally got to say our thing. Somewhere, somebody right now already knows the answers to the quiz. They know which teams are going where. 
They know why, they know when, and they know for how much. That's that. Uh, somebody knows. Now, there may be some nuance to this that they don't have pegged just yet, and there may be negotiations that still have to take place and certain contractual things that aren't completed yet. But by and large, there's there are a few people, television execs and the like, who already know what's going to happen or what is intended. And that's why yesterday when you see the report from Yahoo Sports talking about Oregon, Washington, you know, perhaps going to the Big Ten, Big 12 expansion, and Florida State's name is not caught up in that part of it. Could the Big Ten add four teams? And if they do, would Stanford and Cal be a part of that? Florida State and Clemson and any other ACC team cannot be a part of that article because at that point the Big Ten would open itself up to a lawsuit. That is fully off-the-record material if a reporter has it but they might not even get that far. But I do find it interesting, and again, I'm not trying to throw a ton of credit his way, but you know, when you've got a mouth-breather SEC guy like Feinbaum who has said no for Florida State and the SEC at every turn, having a one-minute soundbite today that includes Greg Sankey can't say anything right now, but Florida State's home is likely, and then he has to steal himself, is the SEC. No better fit was the word. Right. Was the the sentence. And look, they're not the only team that's met at the ACC right now. It's a disaster. It's a mess. Interesting. Interesting that whatever source, perhaps Sankey himself, would have you change your stance, wants to throw shade at the stability of the entire conference. That's not by accident. Correct. Yeah, uh, there's little doubt somebody as connected as he is had a conversation, perhaps, with the commissioner of the SEC who told him, Stop saying that Florida State doesn't have a home. You know, because that's and what stop he stop saying they're not fit for the SEC. Well, he kept he kept saying that repeatedly when he was asked because that's a personal vendetta. Then somebody with real knowledge said, "Stop saying that. We'd love to have him. Shut up." But I that the idea like whenever you get mad, whenever you're frustrated, when 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 you're one of these people that are you know taking the pot shots and saying this, just understand, man. <laughs> there are there are bigger things at play here, and many of these things have already been decided. And it doesn't feel like that's a real thing, you know, if you haven't been in the middle of it. Again, I was not involved in the level that you were in knowing what was going to come down. It was stressful as hell, man. I, I Somebody but just brought it up over here. I, it was very stressful. Once I was brought into that, I mean, it wasn't long, but once I was brought into that circle, because we had to manage what we were saying every day, you just had to watch everything very, very closely. And I would have been in huge trouble had I screwed that up. Yeah. Right, mm-hmm. right. So that would be why, you know, somebody with an eight-second dump button should know these things. Yeah, yeah. But until you see what it, the, the machine is like, you don't really... Well, I I'm, can, not, I'm not saying we should all be conspiracy theorists. I'm just no, saying that no. there are people who do know and in most any circumstance that are in a circle, small one. Yeah, they, yeah, they all got the memo, Herb. That is correct. Yeah. You remember, um, it's just a movie, right? Okay, just understand it's just a movie. But you remember uh, Oliver Stone's JFK? And do you remember when... Uh, Back mi- to the left? Mr. Garrison goes uh, to Washington, and uh, okay, Kevin, children. Kevin Costner sits down and says, "That was well done." Thank you. Uh, and and meets with uh, you can call me Mr. X, uh, Donald Sutherland. Uh, it's the best part of the movie, actually, that conversation, that thirty-minute, that twenty-little-minute window vignette, if you will, where they're walking uh, on the mall, and then they sit down, and have the conversation, and he's like, "Black Ops," right? 
And he's telling him, you know, the kings are killed, Mr. Garrison. You know, he does the whole speech, and it's really well delivered. I thought of that, like, today, driving in, that he was explaining to him that he was flying back from Iceland, and he'd already seen the headline. And he was saying, like, how could, you know, how is that possible? They already had who did it. They already had him, you know, the whole deal. Now, that's a movie, but there are elements of truth to that kind of stuff, right? I mean, there, there are things we find out later on yeah. that are factual about Tomorrow's stuff like that. Tomorrow's news today. Right, that kind of yeah. stuff, right. Yeah. So when things like this start to happen, I'm not saying that um, I'm not saying that there aren't things that change outcomes or there aren't surprises, even for those people that are the higher ups of a network that are attempting to to make this be what they want it to be a cash cow. They they too can be surprised. Presidents of schools and so forth can make decisions. By the way, the, the, the president can just straight up decide on his own. Right. This is what we're going to do. Well, and, and these trustees, uh, if you're talking about the Florida State Board or any other decision-making group that's a board, they have been through so many negotiations in their lives that they know negotiations can fall apart at the last second. That's just the truth. That's a truth of operating at a high level. Right. Talks can fall apart or they can come together at the last hour. But when we have these discussions, I think it's fun to note that there are many more teams involved in all of this. Okay, so it's suffice to say that within the ACC, there are other teams who feel exactly as Florida State does. They're just willing to let Florida State be the mouthpiece because we, as I said yesterday and the day before, clearly we've said we'll lead the way. We'll be the villain. I don't care. We're not staying. What's the point? I'm not going to be quiet about it. We're not staying. That's it. All right, so we'll be the villain. But there are plenty of teams, and now ESPN and others have all noted that. All of their personalities have said as much. They get it. They got the memo. Somebody was told, here's the deal. Okay, got it. But let's not forget, Notre Dame is involved in a lot of ways with the future plans of the Big Ten. All right? Yeah. And you think if they were tied to the ACC right now because the contract says that they must join the ACC if they join a conference. You think if that provision did not exist, they would still be here in all sports but football, or do you think they would have already joined the Big Ten by now? They would have already joined the Big Ten by now. I think. I, yeah. Listen, they're in a situation where their ratings were not nearly as good over the last five years as they used to be. Uh, they also had they not got a handout from the ACC, which was not money mo- monetarily, but rather a hey, come on in, guys, we'll let you schedule all our teams because you're not in a conference and you don't have anybody to play in a COVID year, so you can come on over here. That was dumb. We got used and then laughed at. Uh, but nonetheless, then you also saw how small Notre Dame's share is. You right. Know, it was like we get to divvy it up amongst the ACC members. Big windfall for us. Yeah, not really. Not really. Not really. So you end up with a situation where you got to think outside of this room. You got to think outside of this conference. You got to think about the chess pieces. You got to think about the big picture college football super conferences that we're invariably headed to. And it's hard for people to do that. A lot of times they don't want to take that step back and be like, well, this thing I cherish is just going away. It's just dissolving right before my – yeah, it is. It is. It, it, it's happening. And I don't like it either. Right. I wish it was. I wish it weren't happening, but it is. And if you were in the seat of a member of the Board of Trustees of Florida State or the president's seat at the university and you're saying, how do I solve for Florida State's future, you've got to know 
that the present time that you're in is already dead. Right. You know, like that's looking at a star, right? That's what, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. You know, this is what we said to the ACC teams six months ago when we first really started ratcheting up these conversations. You're dead already. You just, you just don't, don't know, know it. it yet. Yeah. Yeah. And Florida State, if you want to use a, another movie, it's V for Vendetta. Great movie. I killed you 10 minutes ago while you slept. <laughs> that's what we've been doing for the last year. We've been planning. And look, it still might cost us. Oh, but yeah. But the games I don't think we're gonna are going to outweigh yeah. the costs. I don't think we're going to get out of this scot-free. I think there is a price to pay. We're trying to figure yeah. out how to obviously navigate all of that. How best to navigate all that. Who's going to help? Is it the network? Oh. Is it the network and the conference? And, hey, could we so much, so much discontent or bring the truth to light so clearly that other teams leave in, in droves? And then we don't have to pay, but I don't think that's Plan A. I, I think that's that's the pie in the sky plan. Well, I think it's a worthy for... plan because they saw the Big Twelve was willing to be aggressive. Yeah, yeah. No, so you had to reach out to these other schools that aren't going to get the invite to to S- the SEC or the Big Ten but, and say, "Yeah, Big Twelve's looking good for you." It's not the the plan, the whole plan, and nothing but you know we have to leave for free. You know, it's right, like, right, if right. we can do this and navigate this to where we That'd just dissolve great. this puppy, free's good. Free is much better than having to pay, but if we yeah. got to pay, we'll pay. You're going to give me the steak for free? Really? Oh, <laughs> all right. I like that. I like the sound of that there, pal. If I have to pay for it, but you're telling me subsequent meals are free, then I guess I'll pay a lot for this steak. Yep. All right. Don't overcook it. But, yeah, that's uh, it's fascinating. Like that, you got to think big picture here. How What's happening with the Big 12? What's happening with Oregon and Washington, likely to the Big 10 now? We kind of felt that way maybe a year ago. I mean, we were having these discussions a long time ago when Southern Cal and UCLA were grabbed by the big 10. And when Texas and Oklahoma were grabbed prior by the sec, this was always going to happen. This is probably the most interesting future of all to solve for like our friends do at ISF. Well done, but well done. I have to say that, the Big Ten, it's been tied to in all these articles. It could be on Yahoo, ESPN, The Athletic, wherever you want to look for conference realignment news. The Big Ten doesn't want to be the one to issue the death blow to the Pac-12. And I've always said, why? What does it freaking matter? You already poached USC and UCLA. What do you care? Appearances. More than that. If the Big 12 can deliver the death blow to the Pac-12 in the next 24 hours, which it looks like it may very well, the Big Ten then believes it won't be sued by the remaining teams in the Pac-12. And that's why they're being so careful not to poach Oregon and Washington immediately following grabbing Oregon, it's or, the only sorry, reason, USC and UCLA. It's the only reason the SEC hasn't grabbed Clemson and Florida State and right. maybe North Carolina and right. Virginia, for that matter. That's the following and the money Nobody part, wants to get sued. Is that the Big Ten does not want to get sued over the Pac-12 crumbling. Now, you know, Tom, it reminds me of compensation studies. That's correct. We should always study compensation. <laughs> Like, for example, the way ISF did with the uh, Florida Guardian Ad Litem office that we love. We love those folks. We do. They do great work. ISF provided a detailed study of compensation among the office agency peers. Through this study, ISF's recommendations, the Florida Guardian Ad Litem office uh, was better able to carry out their mandate to represent vulnerable children in court and in the community at large. It's a good thing. Now we're doing our own compensation study right here. And we determined some time ago, it ain't enough. (laughs) And how do we get more of it? It ain't enough. 
We got a ride. And now it's gotten contentious. It's gotten uh, to where, you know, if you're Jim Phillips in the ACC, I mean, Jim's just doing what Jim's got to do. It's say things like, we're really good at tennis. And, you know, that's great, Jim. Appreciate you. Practice your speech next time. Sometimes executives just play out the string. Oh, he's getting paid handsomely. Yeah, I think I think it's you know well, what's going to happen. Is Don't you love happen. when those characters in movies where they you know they already know the ending and they're just <laughs> whistling past the uh, graveyard? I believe it's called. That's my man every day riding into work. <laughs> he's just getting paid. Jim, do something. Oh, there's nothing to what do. What am I supposed to it's do? It's already been done, guys. Wake up. Oh, that's when the score in the oh, movie turns nasty yeah, and cold. Yeah, yeah. James B. writes, does this current realignment talk in some way make winning this season even more important? Do you think we look stupid and petty if we don't meet expectations? Well, I don't Woo! think we look. Thanks, James B. I appreciate it very much. Thanks, buddy. Uh, no, I... I it, it, it would behoove Florida State to continue to win and elevate yet again the brand and remind everybody just how valuable they are. It's easier to sell it when you're winning 10 and 11 games and you matter and you're in the top 10 and perhaps making a college football playoff. Uh, but I, I I don't think that Florida State would look stupid. They're still going to want out of this conference, whether they go 5-7 and seven or undefeated. I mean, they, they got to go one way or the other. That's So they're, they're, to that end, no. Now, people will take pot shots if there's a lack of on-field success They'll continue the narrative of who do you think you are. It's already a foolish narrative. The numbers tell us who we are. I am. <laughs> the numbers tell us who we are. Incredibly valuable. I had a friend text me who said, what if we don't have a home? I didn't like the tenor of that text. I texted back, buck up, soldier. We're Florida State. We're the MF Steelers of college football. We'll have a home. So... Yeah. The only place I think they can look silly or dumb or stupid or whatever would be as if there's no resolution before August the 16th of this year. Because I, I just don't understand why there would be so much bravado and bluster right now. You could have waited until a board meeting next month if you weren't thinking of acting right here, right now. I get that there's a pinch point coming for the rest of the country, and perhaps you want to put yourself in a position in the middle of that firestorm. Like I, I get that logic, but you can do that with an appearance on Warchant TV, yeah, like was done on right. Monday. You don't have to have every trustee decide to get their 90 seconds to two minutes to go on a diatribe of how it's not you, it's us, ACC. We need to do better. I, I just I don't understand why you would force the issue, have the president if go you, on the record. If you weren't going to in the immediate future. Right. right yeah. Right, right. Yeah. I agree with that. I, I think that if they did that with no intention of actually being out of here at the end of next year, right. well, then that's – Odd. You just do it next month because the deadline would have already passed yeah. for the 2024 season. Yeah. I mean, that, that's kind of odd. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I said, uh, I think I said it to you. I can't remember. I've done a lot of shows. Uh, but I said at some point yesterday that I wouldn't be surprised if Florida State did something, made an announcement of significance before that date. Right. Right. Of course. Yeah, the deadline's the 15th. doesn't mean that's the only day you can file. It's not National Wait, Signing Day. No, you, you might do it, let's say, a week from tomorrow. Okay. That seems awfully specific. You might do it a week from tomorrow. You might. <laughs> you might do that. Why would you want a Friday evening news dump, though? You, you gotta you got to let some folks take the weekend to think about their futures. Well, yeah. Yeah. 
I just there's three possibilities here. This is the easiest way to put it. Number one, they're straight bluffing, which would be the cojones move of all time. If you got can, nothing and this is what you're doing. Yeah, I don't think that's the move. I don't think that's the play. Number two, you have at minimum one option, and that option is you could you could act on it today if you wanted to. That's well, option two. Option three not without getting sued, but yeah. Is that you've got a choice or a prospect, but you're just trying to create the best deal for yourself in the meantime. That's why you're being loud while you also have a place already that you can go to. Yeah, it's like it's one of those for a job while you have a job, yes. Right. And maybe I could find a third opportunity <laughs> over here. Yeah. Like, that might be the most likely scenario, but it's one of those three. And one of them's a bluff, a straight bluff. And so many in the triangle believe it's a straight bluff. Well, they want to believe that. They want to believe that. Doesn't make it so. I say this all the time about a lot of things. Uh, <laughs> I'm not going to get into it, but people want to believe a lot of things, Tom. doesn't make it so. And I, I think in their case... Dinosaurs. <laughs> those bones were planted. <laughs> uh, we'll leave it there. ISF solving the future. We love working with our friends at ISF. Great collaborators and partners of the Jeff Cameron Show, and they're nationwide, man. From little old Tallahassee, kicking ass nationwide. That's a good thing. Find out more ISF.com. Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The Jeff Cameron Show brought to you by Orange Theory Fitness. Two Tallahassee locations, Midtown on Thomasville Road and Northside in the Village Common Shopping Center. Online at orangetheoryfitness.com. some reason i can never hear this song and i think of our our man leonard hamilton just because of our conversations over the years about music and we both love that song and anyhow we just there's, there's all of that better get on going over to his house at some point yeah before he gets fired <laughs> maybe maybe things will work out Maybe things will work out. Hey, let's do this thing. Like, you got to show me what we're doing here. I like this. A little behind-the-scenes action here. This is all the benefits of uh, being a War Chance subscriber, right? If you're watching right now, you can look along with me. You'll see Garnet and Gold, 10% off. Special War Chant Days promos each month with exclusive offers for WarChant.com members. Priority access and free gear at War Chant events. That's doing some things, right? Got to do it. Ask WarChant anything, subscriber-only shows featuring the entire staff, a little Q&A with the entire staff, and coming soon, a new mobile app with improved functionality and less ads. That's really a good thing. Join the largest FSU fan community on the internet, everybody, at WarChant.com. It's not close. Let's go. Get it on. Sign up today at WarChant.com. What are you waiting on? Go do it. Go do it. 
the number one thing you're looking for today at practice is? How big is so-and-so? That's the answer. Um, yeah, there are a couple of freshmen that I want to see. Conrad Hussey being one of them. You know, I was listening to some of the videos that we put together yesterday. Corey did an interview with Coach Sertan and getting a rundown on the defensive backfield and who's going to play where. Kevin Knowles is going to be a combo nickelback and safety, which stands to reason. That makes sense. If Greedy, if Greedy Vance is going to lock it down, you got to find some stuff, a, a place for him. And Knowles is up to 190 pounds, mm-hmm. according to Mike Norvell, so that's more of a safety frame. But who is going to be somebody that steps up in that safety rotation? Because that's only three now. If you've got Akeem Dent, Shaheem Brown, and then Kevin Knowles, all right, that means a freshman has a chance to go get some serious reps. And we like one of the freshmen to do that. We like K.J. Kirkland. I think Quindarius is more of a corner. Yeah, I, K.J. is a huge kid. He's already bigger than Kevin Knowles, but I would say that he's also a kid who projects down the line. Dare I do it again, everybody? He may be a linebacker. Well, I'm just saying. And if not, he's <laughs> he could be an heir apparent to Shaheem because yeah. it fits in that more physical kind of mm-hmm. safety role. Mm-hmm. Shaheem's going to have a good year, everybody. But I do want to see what Conrad Hussey – looks like because the the scuttlebutt around his recruitment in high school and when he finally did choose Florida State after some hemming and hawing was there's a candidate to play early. Not every kid is a candidate, quote-unquote, to play early, but Conrad Hussey was. You know what's awesome about uh, Conrad Hussey? His name. That's freaking awesome. you got to be good at something if your name is Conrad Hussey. you got to be a really good basketball player, football player, tennis player, you name it, hockey player, let's hope football player in this case. <laughs> uh, but it's a great name. All right, let's do this thing. Let's thank our friends over at uh, Power Mill, powering performance, equipping your student, athlete, child, motivating them, giving them skills, specific tools to succeed. That's what you want to do. 27 alumni came from Power Mill that are in the major leagues now. That's doing some things. 45 years of experience. Check them out, powermillsports.com. Cue it up, baby. It's time for, how you say, with the pitching, uh, probables? Man, Kansas City's jumped all over the Mets to start the day. Who hasn't? (laughs) Uh, The White Sox lead the Rangers 3-1. Tuki Toussaint on the hill for the White Sox. Max Scherzer getting his first start. For the Rangers, and he's doing terribly. Mets Royals, three to nothing Royals. Carlos Carrasco, Brady Singer. Orioles, Blue Jays, warming up. Jack Flaherty, only Flaherty. Kevin Gosman going for the Blue Jays. We've got the D backs and the Giants. They too are warming up. Brandon Fat, Scott Alexander. Astros, Yankees, Christian Javier, Clark Schmidt. Pirates, Brewers, Mitch Keller. Not just screwing Mitch Keller. Well done. Adrian Hauser goes for the Brewers. By the way, Mitch Keller this year, 9-7 and seven with a 3-9 and 145 strikeouts. Good season for Mitch. Good going, Mitch. Twins, Cardinals, Sonny Gray, Matthew Laboratory. Are Libertine. Reds, Cubs, Luke Weaver, still in the majors. Still in the majors. Not sure how. Every time I look, Luke is getting lit up. But you go ahead, young man. That pension is vested. Jamison Tyon goes for the Cubs, former Pirate. Not any good anymore. 
I shouldn't laugh. The man had cancer. Good God, Jeff. Get it together. Mariners, Angels. Brian, woo! Really? Yeah. And Shohei Atani. It's a matchup with Woo and Atani. It's going to be good. Woo! I like it. Shohei still good at baseball. Angel, uh, A's, A's, Dodgers, J.P. Sears, Julio Urias, Phillies, Marlins. The game's already over. What happened? They played? 4-2, Philadelphia getting it done today, folks. Michael Lorenzen go, went for the Phillies and uh, Johnny Cueto still in the majors. Probably a lot skinnier than Jared Lorenzen is Michael. <laughs> uh, Jared Lorenzen's dead, isn't he? No. Yeah, I think he's fat-ass died. Yeah, uh, you're out there making fun of a man who's dead. Tom. You certainly seem to embrace the opportunity to remind me. Yeah. Johnny Cueto uh, went for the Marlins. And that is a look at those that shall reside on the bump. Go check and see. I think Lorenzen's dead. <laughs> I have death radar. I you know do, when people man. are dead, man. I'm telling you now. <laughs> Four years ago. Yeah, I knew, he, I knew he's been dead for a long time. <laughs> Bill wrote, the hefty lefty is indeed dead. Yeah, he's dead. Oh, he is as dead as it gets. Yeah. Goodness. Well, well yeah, he tried I, to make a comeback. And that I, seems like a binary distinction. Uh, you know, I guess there's you know maybe brain dead. but Briley, I'll make fun of myself when I'm approaching death's door. It's okay. I'm an equal opportunist. <laughs> I think he's referencing me making fun of Mitch McConnell this week. Frozen Mitch. His new nickname. I was working. It's like your computer screen. Years ago, I was working at Clear Channel when they were known as Clear Channel before they screwed up radio. and I, Or as they were screwing up radio. And I was um, working late. I got off the air. It was past six or whatever it was. And there was a guy back in those days Real-life people in the building, folks, at all times. Lots of them. Real talented people, too, and they did shifts on the radio. But Clear Channel saw an end to that and made sure they mass-marketed with premium program, cho- premium choice. Premium choice. Yeah. Remember uh, mm-hmm. what iHeart was originally supposed to be? So iHeart was supposed to be- It was a be, streaming- Yeah, it was supposed to compete with Pandora. Yeah, that was the whole idea. That was the, yeah, the I was original. there on the meeting. I remember that. I can remember that being born in front of us. We were supposed to embrace it, that we could have some guy in Cleveland talking right. about Tallahassee. But, yeah. but also, yeah, this is going to be- Tell people to go to iHeart instead of Pandora. Yeah. We have the music. Pandora's still better. But here you go. So I, so anyhow, I got done with my shift. It was six o'clock and I went down to the kitchen and I got, I, I just have always drank a lot of coffee and I was getting a night coffee because I like night coffee. And, and I went next door where this guy did the TNT, 94.9 TNT uh, shift, the evening shift. Okay. And this guy was older. He was an older gentleman. He had been road hard and put up wet. My man was had had a life. Great voice. Smoking a pack a day was a mess. He had seen some things, Tom, one of those guys, right? He lived his dream. Like, you could go in there and talk about Nam. So I went in there to say hello to him. I liked the guy. He was, you know, he was a little out to lunch. He'd, he'd had a tough go. But I went in there. Dude was frozen. Same thing. Like Mitch, just frozen. Commercials weren't playing. Holmes was just frozen really yeah yeah freaked me out i thought he was dead and i oh that's spooky. Oh, yeah yeah and i won't say his name but i went in there and i was like let's just say his name was larry 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 you gotta hit the spots larry larry just frozen and i was damn 
Larry's dead. What do I do? I was going to call 911. And then I walked over there and shook him. Larry. He's like, oh. Hopefully I don't do that at 6.30 tonight on War Chant TV, <laughs> reacting to the first day of practice. <laughs> Off to practice we go. Don't forget to watch War Chant TV tonight. Fun show today, friends. Be well. Peace.